0: Welcome, everyone. Thank you, everybody, again, for joining me here on this, on this Tuesday night. Feels like a Wednesday. And we're going to continue our conversations. Influence operations. Shocking. Influence operations are underway. And we've seen these before. We understand, most of us, logically, that there's no other way to progress from you know one agenda to another and to get what we need we talked about the other day on the President Trump <clears throat> uh, online research project that is hosted on Department of Defense servers or at least their IP addresses and we talked about the strategy of the game of chess and tonight is a great example chess is a game the moves that are we are seeing are being
1: are taking place in the public eye like we said the other night but we'll come back to that
0: before we go any further um let's get back to the battlefield we know that we are winning we are the majority and we have
1: that leverage on our side. We have been
0: talking a lot about this re- recently because it's relevant news. And I want to put this out um, because a lot of people are sharing this. Some of this, a lot of us already knew. Some of it, you may not have known. It, I like I love the timing. Different people are talking about this, so let's get into this. We are the majority... And listen in to what is happening.
1: Only about
2: 1.5% of the entire world's population identifies as transgender. And yet every target across the U.S. is now selling tuck your junk swimsuits. Obviously, they're not going to sell. There's just not enough of a market for it. Why are they doing this? Listen up. Why are so many companies going woke? There had to be some reason. And after some digging, I found it. The CEI, Corporate Equality Index, a.k.a. The but-
0: Corporate Equality Index. Keep that in mind.
2: The type of score. Woke credit score. It's a made-up score based on how much a company is pushing woke issues. And who made up and gives this score? An organization called the HRC, a math.
0: Mass- I got to slow this guy down. He talks a little too fast. So, so you have this score, and then
2: look who's doing this. HRC Foundation. Okay. See political lobbying group. Apparently HRC sends representatives to corporations every year, telling them the kind of stuff they have to make visible at the company, give them a list of demands. And if they don't follow through, there's a threat that they won't keep their CEI credit score. And why do companies even care (laughs) about this made up woke credit rating? If they get a bad score, then the woke investor funds start putting pressure on the boards. Woke activists are mobilized out in the streets. Advertising campaigns are shut down. Anyone that continues to do business with them will also be penalized. This is fascism. Don't play their game. Don't get their investment. And who is funding the HRC? Surprise, surprise. It's George Soros' Open Society Foundation. Now-
0: <laughs> right there is anyone surprised? So be aware of this score.
2: Let's see what else this guy now, said. This HRC has introduced this arbitrary credit rating to everything. States, municipalities, and even schools. Imagine that. There are people who are deciding what credit score an individual school can get they threaten them by having these big funds withhold investments into them.
0: Right there, and there it is, folks. With that said, boom! Trans activists are scrambling to change tactics after conservative boycott. Gain huge momentum. Ha ha Yeah, that (gasps) is what's happening, and we know that everyone's attention is on what they are doing. Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. It's shocking stuff. Um, But um, at the same time, we're laughing because we are in control. And take a look. Tranny cult, right? LGBT activists are shifting their strategy in the wake of boycotts against corporations. Translation. The world is seeing that we are the minority by far, like that woman said at the beginning of that video. So, then mathematically, it's impossible for us to win this strategy now that everybody's waking up to the reality that we are the guardians of pedophiles and the tranny cult, and we are the minority by far, and we are irrelevant. We have to come up with a strategy. We realize that we are the minority. The strategy that we had was supposed to fool everyone into thinking that we were the majority. But that initial operation, pay attention, ladies and gentlemen, we, the trannies, we are admitting that initial operation has failed. Actually, we, the people implementing the CEI score, all these little scores, right, in that video. But that aside, folks, <clears throat> they're what they're in. So they're coming out. with they, they need to shift their strategy. And now... Well, this is a review of what's been happening, and uh, yeah, look at this demon. Democrat California Senator Scott Weiner, a member of the LGBTQ Legislative Caucus. This is a shame that there even is a legislative caucus with that name. He's encouraging, right? Courage corporate heads not to bow to the backlash. <laughs> we need a strategy on how to deal with corporations that are experiencing enormous pressure to throw LGBTQ people under the bus. <laughs> really? we are losing, he's basically admitting. And, um, there it is. We need to send a clear message to corporate America that if you're if you're our ally, if you are truly our ally, you need to be our ally, not just when it's easy, but also when it's hard. Yeah, right. And, um, others are condemning all this. There it is. Be aware of this. And, um, this person condemning this is saying Target is paying the price for telling kids to be discontent with their bodies, putting ideology ahead of the interests of investors, etc., etc. So be aware of this. But, ladies and gentlemen, in the end, the Great Awakening is the Great Awakening is the Great Awakening. While that's happening over at MSNBC, uh-oh, can
2: we, what happened to his Moment. mind? Yeah, listen to this, listen to this guy again. Listen. When Target caves into this, then it says that the moment you threaten the employees,
0: <laughs> yo, dude, uh, hold on, let me um, let me get my friend in on this. Yeah, laugh out loud. Uh, are you saying something? What is it you're saying, dude? When Target caves into this,
2: <laughs> then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation. You get to control its policies. This is (laughs) economic terrorism. (laughs) Really?
0: No, it's called obeying God's commandments, dude. Listen again to these demons. They have no fear of God. They despise God. They think they can't believe that they are not in control.
2: You get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally <laughs> terrorism, creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to... Gee. Gee, I
0: wonder who's creating fear. The people that are following God's commandments or the idiot on MSNBC that is talking about that we are creating fear. <laughs> That's enough of this demon and there it is, people. MSNBC gets claims conservative boycotting target is literally terrorism. <laughs> So um, be aware. This is exactly what they were talking about in this other article we covered. That they are now scrambling for new strategies now that we are shoving it down their throat and proving to the world that they are the minority. They are the perverts. They will lose this battle. We're not playing around with these demons.
1: That's what's happening. And there it is. If you're boycotting Target, you're literally a terrorist. This person is
0: saying. And, uh, that's enough of this demon, right? So be aware
1: of this, of what this person is saying, and um, I want
0: to bring the conversation because in the end, this is actually a very serious conversation, right? I mean, we're not playing around. God doesn't play around. Neither should we. And I'm going to put this out because um, it's relevant. I mean, I've been kind of talking about this for a while. And bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, for anybody new to this channel, if you don't have a, a channel that, whose foundation is Christ, those channels are doing what they are doing for some other reason usually it involves
1: popularity, fame, and, I don't know, like money, maybe? Which, in
0: the end, all three of those will go up in smoke. Because if you read the Bible, you know that you could be a, for example, Elon Musk has billions of dollars, Trump or anybody that's rich. But in the end, when it, the game is over, they will never spend or even see most of that money. Everything is temporary. And back to what in the direction that we're going. All right, folks. With that said, um, bear with me on this conversation. The continuation of the conversation from the last couple of days, and certainly we have been talking about this for a long time. Christian TV show defends having pride flag on set amid backlash. You see it right there. And um, be aware of this exchange because this goes back fundamentally to what is the Bible? Who is God? What is His Word? what is What are we saying? And we're going to lay it down on the table. Here it is, folks. Again, because I don't really who comes to the channel and supports the channel and regularly visit that's between you guys and God because if God wants me to move on that's okay you guys can go to another channel but I love the truth I love God I, I'm committed to his word so here it is we're gonna do it again you have the majority of Christians today what I call storefront churches again this is a perfect example of the problem with Christianity today again not all Christians but again, bear with me. Again, I like this one a lot. So we have this supposed, this popular TV show, The Chosen. Uh, they have defended having a pride flag, a homosexual tranny flag on set after facing criticism on social media, according to his Twitter post. Okay, then we have John Root, a Christian conservative commentator and Turning Point USA contributor. He steps into the game and he tweets out, Screenshots of this blasphemy that this Christian show is doing, <laughs> okay, and then <clears throat> and he, you know, says that showing, right? Shows a showing up this image shows it. They call it pride. Don't don't let them gaslight you. This is a tranny pro pedophilia flag on the set of the TV show, okay? Which porch and on this show it's supposed to be a Christian show that portrays the life of Jesus and his ministry and asked why, John Root did, he asked why the pride flag was there. And The Chosen, this TV show, their Twitter account
1: replied, here it is, saying that, quote, we will work with anyone on our show.
0: Just like with our hundreds of cast and crew who have different beliefs or no belief at all than we do, we will work with anyone on our show who helps us portray or honor the authentic Jesus. And you see, again, ladies and gentlemen, we'll slow it down. This sounds acceptable to a lot of people because on the surface, it's kind of smooth. It's actually kind of cool. And most Christians today Most Christians today are kind of smooth and they're kind of cool and they blend in smoothly with the world. Get it? They're cool because the love deception that we have been exposing on the channel drives who they are. See, they think that their number one mission in life is to love others. They'll verbally say that the first commandment Jesus gave was to love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. They'll tell you that, but they truly do live every morning with this idea that they need to smooch and get along with the world. That's their God. So in this
1: paradigm,
0: it works out perfect for them because they're smooth and they're kind of cool. We ask that audiences let the show speak for itself and focus on the message, not the messenger. Really? Because we'll always let you down. Because we are sinful and we're always going to let you down, we're going to forget about this thing about loving God. No, we would never word it that way. And we're going to focus on the relationship with others. What? You're a tranny? Hey, you're with me. No, Don't worry about it. Wink, wink. That's the reason we're in the situation that we're in. And to kind of wrap this up, because we have a lot to cover tonight, be aware of this. That's what the love deception is all about. They're cool, they're smooth, they get along with everybody, but in the end, yeah, Dallas Jenkins, the creator, chosen to the Daily Call, all right, that what? That there is no religious or political litmus test. Everybody is accepted, kumbaya, whatever. I love our cast and crew, especially because even though they all come from different backgrounds and beliefs, they work their butts off for the show and viewers. In other words, forget about pleasing this God's commandments thing. We don't do that thing around here. We're cool. And really, to wrap this up, I like what Mr. Root comes out and calls it. He said he was shocked, like I am. And he's talking about this is not the response of a show that is truly dedicated to honoring the, the authentic Jesus. Boom! And everything that he stood for. The response showed that the Chosen, that's the name of the show, unapologetically, and most of the church today, supports, what, sexual depravity and has no problem promoting homosexuality and transgenderism, promoting and accepting unrepentant sin is not the way Jesus lived or taught his followers to live. Boom! And he is calling for everyone to boycott this show and you decide... For promoting trans and LGBTQ ideology and encourage prayers for Jenkins, the cast crew, yeah, that they will wake up from this modern day sorcery, fake lovey-dovey Christianity. Forget this God's commandment. You're all, yo, guy, you're, you're expired. Don't worry, about it. Mind your business, hey, tranny, yo, what's up? That's the reason we're in the situation. Believe, believe me, people. If most Christians would see this, we wouldn't even need the news. We would be rolling right along into the new republic. All the real Christians would be all activated. All of them would be in politics. All of them would be teachers. All of them would be involved in culture and society. Boom.
1: Totally involved. Instead of what they are doing today. Anyway. Moving on. Be aware of
0: totally moving on, right? Overseas, are we looking at World War III? Another strike on Vladimir Putin. Over two dozens of suspected Ukrainian kamikaze drones, supposedly, right, hit wealthy Moscow region within earshot of Putin's official residence. What? Several injuries reported. Be aware of this. And the Daily Mail's putting this out. Early morning assault specifically targeted the wealthiest areas of the city where Putin and multiple Russian elites have homes. Think about World War III. How big is this? Take a look at these images. Just be aware of this. This does not look like fake news to me. Think about that tonight, World War III. The Nazis have not learned their lessons. Remember, these are the same exact Nazi regime that lost World War II. Keep that solidly in mind. This is who we're dealing with. Nazis did not give up in World War II until they were physically defeated, and they're not going to give up this time either. Meanwhile, moving on to, you know, this budget thing is kind of getting really, really weird. But um, you decide.
3: Have you had any conversations with members of the Freedom Caucus that have been against this bill and now are saying they might vote motion to vacate?
2: I've talked to many about whether they're for or against the bill. I'm not sure what in the bill people are concerned about. It is the largest savings of 2100000000000 trillion we've ever had. It's the first time in history the largest rescissions. where well, we're pulling money back from the hard-working taxpayers that are going to China. Are they opposed to work requirements for welfare? Should someone continue to be able to sit on the couch, able-bodied, with no children, and not be helped to find a job? Are we concerned about, for the first time, to be able to change the environmental review? in 40 years so we can build things in America faster. Uh, I'm not quite sure where they're opposed. Or the ability to even have Congress work again to do the job the appropriation bills. There are consequences for that. But to be able to take a Trump Executive order, PAYGO, and put it into effect um, with this president to stop him from spending the trillions of dollars. Now, if people are against saving all that money or work reforms in welfare reform,
1: I can't do anything about it.
0: <laughs> what? You're implementing a, a Trump executive order? What? This is the biggest debt reduction in the history of the United States? It ain't perfect, and it still continues debt.
1: It's not a debt elimination bill And ladies and gentlemen, what is happening? We're going from great job by McCarthy,
0: right? We <clears throat> Newt Gingrich and others raving about McCarthy. We know that what he is saying, technically all of it is true, but it's not the perfect deal. We can't have this. And ladies and gentlemen, this is spiraling today specifically into a full on comedy show. (laughs) Take a look. The hard right is making their move like they did in January when they were voting against McCarthy. And there it is. Representative Dan Bishop calls for Speaker McCarthy's removal <laughs> over debt ceiling deal. <laughs> Laugh out loud, people. You can't make this out.
1: And if you, again, well, let me make, the, all, right, all right, let me,
0: anybody could rip this deal into shreds. It's not the perfect deal. It was just that. It was a compromise, a middle ground with what the Biden regime wanted. That you could anyone can analyze it, and I mean we have Nancy Mace coming out to <laughs> Mike Penn everybody's coming out. Ah, the deal's horrible so and the best part is everyone <laughs> all the hard right people are like all falling for this <clears throat> what is now clearly a clown show operation,
1: yeah, uh, this is a deal. This is treason!
0: Well, nobody's used the treason word, but you know what I mean.
1: We we might have to get rid of McCarthy. And alright.
0: So um so the question then, alright, well then get rid of him. Alright. Go find yourself someone else. But to make it even worse, um see what you think of this. <laughs> Chuck Schumer comes out, bats, depth ceiling deal. I'll make sure the Senate moves quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. This is kind of even makes it even funnier that Schumer would want to jump on this, even though the Democrats didn't get anything they were they wanted. And now Schumer is adding fuel to the fire. And now you have all these chip roy's, and all of them. They're like. Ah! <laughs> I think it's interesting. Hey, yo, Trump, what do you think about this? Trump, hey, you, the actor, this is your McCarthy. What's the matter? So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I mean, could the deal have been better? (laughs) Of course, it it was a middle ground deal. But the people that are complaining, they are not in the speaker's shoes. So, yeah, yeah, anyone could. So, the point that I'm getting at, I mean, You would think that if if the McCarthy appointment to the house was an operation, this has got to be another operation. So is the goal going to be to default? I don't think they're going to replace McCarthy under any circuit, which is why McCarthy's laughing at all. So you would think this is just a sideshow. And let's see where this goes. And maybe we'll just leave it at that. All right, folks. Tonight, I came across quite a few different stories. Um, that shows us that the needle and the everything is going in one direction. See what you think. Republicans reveal Fauci, the fraud investigation, quote, not going by the wayside. Boom. And Rand Paul is coming out, making these big statements, you know, right, making these statements, talking about, <clears throat> well, Fauci's coming out. I'm the first to admit I'm far from perfect, but when you say do over, you know, I really can't see anything that I would do completely over, really. So we have Andrew Cuomo coming out saying the other day, no big deal, I am no, no regrets, and now the fraudster is coming out speaking the same. But um, uh, Rand Paul is coming out, likely there is no public figure or public health figure that has made a greater error in judgment than the fraudster, right? The error in judgment was to fund gain of function, right? Paul has been clear about that, and he talks about this creation of a super virus, and he talks about think about it, this is right up there with decisions, some of them malevolent or malevolent or military to kill millions of people, Paul is saying this is accidental but it goes to judgment, yeah it's not accidental, but he does come out to say and um, that they're not going to get away with it and historically, he will be remembered for one of the worst judgments in the history of modern medicine, and he will be held accountable. He's saying, I will not only hold the Fauci, the fraud, accountable, but he, but we will also finally investigate why your tax dollars went, were sent to fund dangerous research in Wuhan. So, see what you think. Paul coming out saying... He will hold the fraudster accountable. And then we have the Republicans launch probe into Biden administration leaked memo. Be aware of this side story. And this has to do, um, right here, Republican leaders, two key House committees have launched a brand new probe into Biden administration's handling what a fossil fuel leasing practices after a leaked energy security memo. Keyword leaked and new Fossil fuel leasing practices. And now, there it is. House Oversight Committee. Chairman Comer, right? And Natural Resource Chairman Bruce Westerman informed Senior Department of the Interior Official Laura Daniel Davis of a probe in a letter. Boom. Another probe. Based on what? Newly leaked Information. Think truth on our TV. Stay focused on the mission. Episode what? Four, five, and six. Then another development. Then we have then Biden records for cell phone paid by Hunter Biden, subpoenaed by House GOP. So we are tracking this. We mentioned this before, but now just letting everybody know it's officially has been subpoenaed this cell phone record paid for by Hunter Biden Sorry dad what's in that phone like all the crimes you ever committed in the phone that I provided you <laughs> So that's been subpoena again the legislative body police department in the great awakening 2023 as we've been saying on the channel again the legislative branch of this country being acting as the new police department of this big, big situation that we're in. Think about that. And um, what else is happening? I mean, we're talking like big things are unfolding, all of them, at the exact same time. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot make this up. We covered this Well, more. We started this conversation yesterday and now.
3: Well, the video shows uh, Maricopa County uh, breaking the seals on the tabulator machines and basically reprogramming them. Uh, There's no observers there. There's no Republican and, and Democrat observers and no lawyers there. They're breaking into the machines, reprogramming them so that they would fail on Election Day. And this is what you're seeing here. Now, we did try to bring this in when we were just in court. We, we uh, told the judge, hey, look, we got, we got this new information that we did not have in the last trial because Maricopa County dragged their feet and wouldn't give us the system log files. We finally got it, and we started to sift through that information with our experts. They said, wait a minute, did you see this? Over three days after they did their official dog and pony show where they certified and tested the machines, over a three-day period, October 14th, 17th, and 18th, they went in and reprogrammed these machines so that they would fail. They tested them, they found it they found out that about 60% of them would fail. They knew that going into election day, they used those on election day. They put the failing machines in republican areas. We did ask the judge to bring this forward. He refused, but we're going to continue to push this. What they didn't count on, Steve, is that we were recording their 24-hour Cameras, Yes, they have these 24-hour cameras, and you can see there's no there's nobody there watching over them. There's no observers. They didn't count on the fact that our side, the good guys, were actually recording this 24-hour footage to be used later, as in right now. And we're going to use this, and we have more video coming out. And th- we're never going to stop. We're never going to stop pursuing secure honest elections. So the guys down at Maricopa County better get used to this steady drumbeat. The pressure is building and we're not stopping. Right
1: there. They didn't count on this secretly recording the video camera.
0: We've got more coming out. They didn't count on us, the good guy. What good guy? She is
1: sounding like this website that we know. I like what I'm hearing. I mean... And I'm surprised that nobody was talking about this yesterday.
0: I mean, she posted this on her true social account. So while you're thinking of that, I mean, it's a pretty big ending tonight. We have a lot of stories. I mean, look at this. While you're thinking of that, Republicans turn up heat on Pelosi after J6 kickoff. Their own probes. Think about that. This is a big one. Think of what's happening with the J6 situation. House Republicans have kicked off their own version of the J-6 committee that will what? reinvestigate what happened at the U.S. Capitol in 2021. Really? And you can see, Georgia Rep- Republican Representative Barry Loudermilk, the chairman of the committee, said they will what? Investigate both sides and, sh- quote, show what really happened on January 6th. And... Think about this. This is getting pretty big. And already several Republicans were issued subpoenas by the Democrat led committee, like I said, last year, right? Now Republicans are debating, turning up the heat on the women, on the woman responsible for selecting the panel. Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Think about that. And um Republican previously sent a letter to Pelosi. She did asking why she did not do more. And um let's see, it's it's all going down. This is setting the president in the, we're just going not gonna lie down and let this happen. There are, there are serious questions about her role. That being Pelosi on J six, exactly what she did and what she didn't do. Yeah, well, you know what? We know that she was filming these fake videos to control the narrative. And he says, "What? Well, and we need to get to the bottom of that." Yeah, we're gonna have to find out what Pelosi did and didn't do. I like where this is going. And I mean, let's throw that. Let's keep going. Well, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's drip, drip. It's starting to pour. But you need to think critically to see the rain coming down. Newly released Jeffrey Epstein documents. What again? Keyword: newly released. Can you see what is happening? So now, what? Thanks to this newly released document, shows what connections to more celebrities and you have these whoever this is right irena shayak and david blaine and tommy malato yeah batalo whatever these demons but tom you guys get the point and little by little more and more celebrities are falling prey to the what new can you see what's happening oh we have new information sorry your turn Slowly, drip, drip, drip. Think about it. All right, folks. And then, um, more is happening. Um...
2: Meanwhile, there's something else you got to do, and that's juggle multiple issues. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, the uh, the chairman, Comer, has asked you to call FBI Director Christopher Wray and get him to turn over documents linking Joe Biden to an alleged $5 million scheme thanks to a whistleblower who stepped forward and told his story in what I think is a 302, which is this story is all written down. They want to get the documentation. Christopher Ray has given the old Heisman. You tried to get him to do something. There's gonna be a conversation today. What could you tell us about Christopher Ray cooperating at some point with which something he has to constitutionally do with Comer?
0: Notice he said there's gonna be a conversation today. Sounds like between him and Christopher Ray.
2: We, Comer subpoenaed the document that he requested. We have jurisdiction over the FBI, which they seem to act like we do not. I personally called uh, Director Ray and told him he needs to send that document. Today is the deadline. So let me not just tell you. Let me tell Director Christopher Ray right here, right now. If he misses the deadline today, I am prepared to move contempt charges in Congress against him. We have jurisdiction over this. He can send us that document. We have the right to look at that. Republicans and Democrats alike in that committee. And if he does not follow through with the law, we will move contempt
1: charges against Christopher Ray and the you FBI. Know what he says? They Mr. are. Not huh? and it goes on yeah he's saying that this and that blah blah whatever McCarthy comes out hauling it out what will happen McCarthy threatens to hold FBI director in contempt over Biden documents so things are getting
0: intense and now this is just in the last hour and a half there it is Comer is coming out he's posting on Twitter this afternoon Today, the FBI informed this person, right, GOP, right? Well, I guess informed them, right, the House Committee on Oversight, that it will what not provide, not provide the unclassified document subpoenaed by the the committee. The committee will now be taking steps to hold FBI Director Ray in contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with a lawful subpoena. (laughs) See what you think. Christopher Ray, I guess you're dragging me in I'm going to hold on to my role you're not going to expose my role who knows I like this a lot let's see what happens the house police department don't forget we went over this the other day the rules of chess is the game being played public or private Think about everything we've been saying about the optics being important. They focused on the chess game while the walls are closing in on we're gonna get Christopher Ray. The same Ray that admits he
1: has no idea. <laughs> they did all the years and years of research. We have no idea who's Q and I. <laughs> Ascension, my friends. Trump comes out. Um, I'm just going to show
0: you. Rayer, Trump is coming out. Basically, pledges executive order on day one of presidency to end birthright citizenship for illegal alien birth tourists. And um, it is what it is, and that's a good thing. Trump keeping. His role? Uh, oh, oh, hold on. Uh, Trump, someone said to ask you, why didn't you do it in the first four years? Uh, what? Trump is saying, uh, wink, wink. Don't be asking questions. Here, yeah. watch out. Trust
1: the plan, homies. That's what it comes out All right, folks. Um, um, before we wrap tonight,
0: You guys already know it. Trump is continuing the polls thing. Every other Trump um, post is about Ron DeSanctimonious, the whole thing. This one is, um, this blew me away. I kind of posted on Truth Social. um, See what you think. Trump coming out under Ron DeSanctimonious. What, as governor, what? Florida was the third worst state in deaths by COVID. (laughs) ha ha ha. And that was Ron DeSantis for? So, why do they say that DeSantis did a good job? <laughs> why are all those patriots all around the country all going to Florida? My name is Trump, and I'm gaslighting all those patriots that came to Florida for freedom that you thought you were coming to Florida for freedom, but it was actually, take a look, people. <laughs> New York, Trump is saying, had fewer deaths. (laughs) Laugh out loud. Also, he shut down the state and even its beaches. uh, Yeah, for like a a couple hours. Unlike other Republican governors. (laughs) Laugh out loud. (laughs) Because I could just see Trump, I could see all those people from Florida dying to go to New York. Because, you know, that horrible state of Florida. We can't... All those Floridians are suffering
1: from that horrible situation in Florida. Let us go to New York! Right, Donnie?
0: Laugh out loud, people. Actors will act. Anyone that believes what Trump is saying, do. Yo, Trump, why, don't, why did you move from New York to Florida? <laughs> anyway, folks... No big deal. We love Trump and uh, common sense. To wrap up tonight, the operation is going as planned. <laughs> MSNBC host says what dissent is feud with Disney just gets Trump re-nominated. <laughs> That's the point. There it is. If he turns, if he runs as Trump-lite, he loses if he runs as a Main Street Republican who is balanced who is for a balanced budget, a strong military, and small C, conservatism. I think he wins going away. Yeah, right. No, he wouldn't. And then he said, and he is a really formidable opponent for Joe Biden in the poll. But saying that Disney sexualizes kids, which they do, is not going to get you from here to there. That just gets Donald Trump re-nominated.
1: <laughs> That's the point,
0: dude. Mr. Scarborough, DeSantis, to the right of Trump, making Trump appear and feel more electable and more appealing to everyone out there. Well, to the the people on the left, maybe the people on the center, maybe. Not really necessarily to conservative Christians, however. But that is the way it is. That wraps it up for me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I love you guys all. Come on over to the website. Come on over to truthandactv.com. Check out the latest on the members channel. Sign up, become a member. See what you think. Let me know your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. And that will put a wrap on it for me tonight. <clears throat> I love you all. Be back tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern.
1: Love you all.
0: God bless you. Have a great evening.